Blog Talk Radio. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Boon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Boon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories, and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French-cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. www.talkradio.com, the keys 107. I'm Brother Leroy, and I'm thankful to the Most High for blessing another day on this good earth, another day to do deeds for ourselves, our family, our community, and for humanity. To God belongs the glory, and we thank the Most High for blessing us to be here and you to be where you are. Communicators is a classroom, meaning the information that you get here, you can challenge intelligently, you can question definitely, and you definitely must research those bits of information that you pick up here, verify it, and pass it on to others. This is critically important for black people since the communication network that we've had of Black Talk Radio, many black newspapers, especially Jet Magazine and Ebony, which are a figment of what they had been before, even Jet Magazine dropped the yesterday and today in black history. That that was a column or a page there that anyone with intelligence could use. And I'm saying that... Uh, you know, this this is the sad state of affairs as far as media is concerned. So we are very thankful to the Most High for blessing us with the opportunity to be on Blog Talk Radio and bring guests to you to share information about concerns. And tonight we have a young lady who we had on once before on one of our shows, and she is straight out of New Orleans during the time of the flooding in New Orleans after the Hurricane Katrina hit. She was one of those voices that was welcomed 
by people like me because she told the truth straight with no hey, chase. Hey, how y'all doing? Without further ado, uh, she's in fact, we're calling her as she's walking through the seventh ward in New Orleans, and that is Sister Mama D. God bless you, my sister. Thank you for joining us. Blessings to New York, baby. And I need to say thank y'all for uh, the love y'all gave us then and still giving us. You know, New Orleans has, has not acknowledged that the mm. African community were the first responders mm. after they bombed the levees. Katrina wow. didn't do this. You know, uh, it's absolutely amazing. I'm on the street where I'm getting ready to pass a house where the uh, Caucasian brother, Vietnam veteran, was inside and wouldn't come out. They came and got me, and I said, baby, they're going to knock your door down. You're safe. I'm going to put some food and stuff here for you. You know, and I told the army and the police to get away and just observe. He's going to come get it. You know, this is right here at this spot where I'm standing right now. This, this, this is so immoral that America keeps doing these vicious, malicious things and it's not color no more because our governor, who's supposed to be something else, is darker than most of us down here. But when you attach African to your name, it's that African part that they just detest. And if somebody know why, they need to tell us. Some of us who the struggle is ain't supposed to be here. See, elders kept telling us, and we see it now. You know, they lied. They lied from the beginning. They're still lying. When we demanded some respect, they said, okay, we won't resist this, but they find another method. You know, I got a little rapper here, you know, little brother. Uh, he says it's pitiful when, you, when your rap sheet is your resume. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Wow. That's what's happening here. You know, it's just, it's just vicious. I'm not, you know, they say, and I hope I'm not offending anybody, and if I can't tell me, it's just not say it. But, you know, Dick Gregory wrote a book called Niggas. You know, I, I I I can more tolerate that than that word slave that we hmm. keep using, because the mentality remains on both sides, hmm. and the children don't deserve it. The children don't deserve it. Jordan, excuse me, I'm trying to go by somebody and get out of the noise, but uh, Jordan, uh, you know, baby, for us to go say that other people shouldn't treat the people in their countries the way they do. And the way we are still down here suffering, and the liars and the connivers and the crooks and the barbarians barbarians are here. You know, my son and I rode I-10 New Orleans all the way to the end and went through the border and rode California from the bottom to the top. We stopped in L.A. at a trial. I want everybody to stop playing with us now. They don't need to make us act like them. And I hope God just to help us prevail without that barbarianism that they keep creating, that culture that they brought here, that keeps thriving. And the only people that, that that's just totally raped and destroyed are Africans. You know, they keep saying, well, they brought all the slaves here. Who else did they chain up, brother? Hmm. Who else did the founding fathers stop and say, this this thing here is not human. Three somethings of a human being. Who else founding fathers say, if I catch you teaching them niggas how to read, I'm going to kill that too. Who else do they do that to? Mm. I just want somebody to correct me. I've been mm. living in this world 68 years, brother. 68 long years. And never 
Well, the elders protected us and allowed us to be children because they didn't allow us to this barbarianism that we allow now. You know, they take our money, and they're doing it all over the country, take our money, come in and say, you don't know how to teach. We got this. They displaced those 6,000 school educators and workers in the school system and brought in children. If your children, one of them, tell them they ought to be shaming themselves, and anybody who let their children come down here ought to be shamed. People who produce, you always got something in every category that exists. People who produce those people, they say, we're comparable. They, 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 they can't teach. we got to bring in these new little children who just like to party and hang out with them, and they're going to hang out two years, and we're going to pay all their tuition, and they're gone on damaged children. Our children stop the people falling in water. Our children saw people floating up and down the street. I saw it. And if it affected me the way it did, I know what it did to our babies. You know, and then, then the university, Tulane University, gets $20-something million to fix a nigga. Oh, Lord have mercy. This is wild, man. Y'all, you just thank you for letting me vent, brother, and thank you for y'all still caring about us. No, well, New Orleans has yet to recognize Sister Mama D, ladies and gentlemen, is our guest telling you straight with no chaser as she walks the street of the Seventh Ward in New Orleans, and we let her give her opening statement in effect. Now we're going to go back over some of the things that she mentioned. I want to start with the trip that you and your one of your sons took you on in California. I want you to go step-by-step, what you saw in terms of a revelation to you that black people don't know but should know? Well, you know what, boys, cost the gas to get get the megabus or something and go see. Every so many hundred miles, there's either a, build, a prison being constructed or there are many towns they're going to put around and make, let somebody make some money off of us of being put around them. And I'm talking about starting from New Orleans and going all the way as far as you can go west because he took Highway 1. After we left LA, we were on 1, we'd go into the cities and then we'd come out. We went to a trial in LA where the last two of some so called Mexican gang was being tried by the feds, and they said they've been dealing with them since 1991, burning and killing black folk. In California, can you read it? And we talk about Africans, uh, black people, and people of color. I don't know what they're talking about. Because whoever here with that kind of foolishness can't do that. Because I know my history. All of them riding on the backs of Africans. All of them. And none of them men, women, boys and girls were raped on the boat. The sister was the only one who could produce proof. Let's get that part right. It was inhumane to everybody on the boat. You know, and I watch you go up California, a nice scenery, and you look off, and there's another prison in the scenic area over by the Pacific. Keep going. In in, in, in Oregon, they're down here fixing us, and they're sleeping on benches in Oregon. Portland, for sure. Big old Portland, got people homeless, mentally ill on the street, sleeping on the ground in the cold weather. We go on up to Seattle. It's up there, brother, in that corner, but everybody down here fixing. Us in New Orleans, with a lot of help, though, too. Mm. You know, some some of us are damaged. Came back to Colorado. You know, we just went through those areas. And and, yes. and, and it's pitiful to see a good friend of mine, Ron Dellens, really gave his life 
for Oakland. You got to speak Chinese now to go to Oakland. Go wow. to L.A. You got to speak Spanish if to go to L.A. And I know my people put up some hard sweat and tears over there. It's just mad. I just want to let all of them know, is that what America's teaching you to dominate the that kind of sick person on Africans when you come here? We're the only one off for food and love, brother, in a real sense. Sister, Sister Mamadou, I just want you to repeat for our audience. I just want you to take your time. The trial that you saw with the, the last two members of a Mexican gang that had been preying on black people in California since 1991, is that what you said? No, that's when the feds picked it up. No, they end up telling when they started that kakabu. That's when wow. the feds picked it up and started investigating. They were the last two or 50 some of them. It, it wow. made AP, it made Associated Press, and at some point I'll call y'all back and let you document this, baby. You know, and this is what I'm saying is, is that what America's teaching? Come here and do us, and, and, and you get a, you get a pass because you know that totem pole. We're tired of being where we're at on totem pole. We built the pole. You, you know what I'm saying? And even if we explain that old sickness, you was here first, which is a lie. All right, we were second, so now what? Well, well, the folk come. Well, what they doing? You didn't chain them up. They come here on their volition. Now, you're going to tell me in my city, Catholic charity is going to bring in hundreds of thousands of Latinos and say they got the right to vote. Well, that's gonna, what I'm supposed to do about that. They can outvote me. Yeah, I mean, I want that table to write when it happens. I, and the Latinos who know me know I come with love because I told them, I'm an activist. You didn't ask me to come to Mexico or wherever you're from and help with mama to get this right. You come in and try to get in the same line, employment lines, housing lines, that we're already in. How do you get to get in front? Because somebody brought you here? It wasn't our choice. And our babies don't deserve, brother, the insanity, the total insanity. That they're experiencing now. You know, I got another brother, Rapper, he say, why are we always the object of all experiments? You know, we feel like you go to get the welfare, they, they say that the ladies got to fill out something. You go get the food stand together, and it's for the universities who's going to do a study <laughs> to tell you that they could sit there and talk to intelligent people. You're not getting food stamps because you're stupid. You're getting food stamps because you're hungry and the system ain't acting right. You know, it's just, it's just it's trickery that is used to do these things. You know, the, the Japanese, they round them up and they put them up. If you come through uh, northern Mississippi, you see a lot of their restaurants and things. When when the bomb Pearl Harbor, they, they locked them up up there. Now, they just took them from California, rolled them over there, and locked them up. They already got their reparations. Mm. <laughs> you understand mm. what I'm saying, baby? I can't make that make sense to children. That's immoral. Should be totally illegal. But you know what people tell me? About the civil rights movement, brother. You can tell who watched on television. The sole result of the civil rights movement was breaking illegal laws. I'm sorry, say that again. Say that again. The sole would give me that give me that again. The sole result of of and purpose for us was we had to break illegal laws, L-A-W-S. Right. Think about it. You couldn't sit here. You couldn't right. go over there. You, couldn't, right. you know what I'm saying? And they're talking about, well, it's the law. And 
Right. Something wrong with that one. They didn't just change him. We had to get up and go to Jerome Smith, brother, brother Ducks. Jerome Smith from New Orleans, the one who talked about Kennedy, had to be beaten within inches of his life. He had to sit in front of Robert Kennedy and say, I don't respect you, you know your brother. How, how can, how, why, what do we have to talk about? Everybody see what's happening to African people in this country. Now, you know, and, not, and a new the, one brought fix us and get a grand. Hold it there, hold it, just take your time. Hit that one again. I said, <laughs> what do you want me to stop like that, baby? No, wait. Well, no, no. no the, the, uh, in our pre-conversation, you had touched on the 501c3. I just want you to yeah. take time. See, now, li- listen now, now. See, you, see I'm, I'm up here. I'm a northern Negro, and you are talking and sometimes faster I'm wrong, baby. I'm sorry. Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with what you're saying. Ain't nothing wrong with how you're saying it, but you got to slow down for me. So that's and you know what? I, I understand it, brother. You know, but a lot of times when we are out of town, people ask us if we're from New York because we do talk fast. We really do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just go over that 501c3 thing. Well, pre-Katrina, we had less than 100. Now we got thousands. Everybody here to fix us. Everybody here to fix us. The school school system is it, 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 Turkey. Turkey run the New Orleans school system. France run the New Orleans transportation system. You know, it's just insane. And, and it's our tax dollar. We just just like that thing that was here from Chicago. I got to talk to Brother Obama about that. That same man that destroyed Chicago and the rest of the places. It came here and destroyed us. And then they shipped him down to Haiti to go destroy them. I said, my Jesus. You know, 501c3s, brother, they're granting. Well, if white people get them, they get free money. Black people get them. Well, well, anyway, you know, and they come. And if you do your own work, they have absolutely no knowledge of what to do with our situation. None. But they will get these funds, and we need to watch that. See what these foundations are funding. A lot of it is detrimental to us as a people. You know, everybody's got a turn at fixing us but us. Mm. Tell me how we get that, brother. I need help. Mm. Mm. Think about it. Okay, so the 501c3s, for folks who don't know, is uh, non-profit organizations and so-called doing good with the type of monies from foundations and relief efforts that were supposed to be designated for the bringing back of New Orleans, bringing back, bringing it back up from disaster of New Orleans people and sectors, you now have... It's like flies coming to a sweet, to sugar, and they don't mean nothing but gorging themselves off the sugar and not helping the people. That's what the proliferation of 501c3s mean. That's what I'm understanding you to say. You, you know, brother, they got sincere people of all hues. 
But down here now, it's such a facade. You know, how you come to help me and you got a house and we ain't got none? How you mm. come to help me and you got a job and we don't have none? How you mm. come here and your your salary is ten times what mine was when I had the same job pre-Katrina? How, you know, this is too many. How these things are happening and everybody says, oh, look, the good people came to help. That's a dirty lie. The first responders, listen to Mama D carefully, the very first responders to Katrina were African men in the seven wars. Duckman came out of six. A couple of brothers came out of nine. And they were the ones. We got everybody's boat we could find. We're filling up the schools. The young brothers, are, you know, I was at the International Press Club. They said, oh, you had a dress on. I had to turn around and say, you know where they pans right down here? That's all y'all seem to know about them. They were the first ones to get in those boats and get those old ladies. Six of them, it took six of them to take one fat lady to the school, but they took her there, brother. You don't read that. That's nowhere. The Red Cross threw us some stuff out the sky, and when we opened it, it was outdated cough drops. That make you what? Thirsty. Wasn't no water in the barrel. And it is just the truth. It's just disgraceful that they keep everybody, including Spike Lee, and now it's just, I, if, and anybody listening on, I met that sister. I don't feel no negativity like that, but some naiveness sometimes, but not negative. Tell Oprah Winfrey, the white people they sent down here to the high school in my neighborhood, they pimped us, and we don't plan to take it. She needs to see us. Somebody please tell her that. Just like she did in Texas, she had to go take her money back because they're supposed to be building Katrina House and they're doing something else with them. Well, tell them they're down here doing They're down here trying to pimp us, and they can't, y'all call it uh, ribbing each other. We call it playing a the dozen. They, they can't do us this, boo. It's just enough. And you know what? It's like this is the my end of the day. And still we rise. Right. You know, you know, I was known for music. Here we have brass bands. I mean, it's not taught in no school. You know, I got a little boy starting the corner on the pole. He hit the drain, and then he hit somebody's steps and come back and catch a fence, and it sounds like it needs to be recorded. And they want to <laughs> teach it. You know what I'm saying? And they, they, they can't teach that oh, at these institutions. You know, oh, the big tip is known. It's, it's, wow. just, it's just ridiculous, brother. You know, and you know, like I told, like for instance, when we testified before the congressional committee, the man said he didn't believe me. I said, Mister, come see. Every time he says something about where I'm at, I say, come see. You know, I got the letter. Thank God, that protects those who are trying to follow his righteousness, brother. I got the letter from the senator who said, uh, we're gonna take you up on your word. We'll be down there. Here comes some white people and one or two colored ladies with some. Saying they wouldn't got them. I said, How mercy is this? It's not a production. We're talking about people's lives. Brother, have you ever seen your neighbor float past your door? Mm. I'm still shell shocked. People say, You know, Mama, do you ought to do this move and that, whatever? I said, No, the real, like like my friend Umar Ben Hassan says, niggas scared of revolution, but it's not going to be televised. Y'all need to get off the television and come see, because if they break, if you know New Orleans history, particularly. Martin Luther King came here and met with Uncle Jack L. Davis. The plaque is in front of the church on 3rd and, and LaSalle. Come see. We forget Martin Luther King came from Daddy King. Martin Luther King followed his daddy to, uh, what's that thing over there, baby? It's the school they went to. Uh, uh, come on, Spelman um, and what? Yeah. What's the black Boy. school down there? I'll tell you in a minute. You know, I'm 68, y'all. And if I sound emotional, I'm watching my children up and down the street as zombies. They know the devil is inside the door. 
they're out here and they're being attacked any kind of way they think they can, you know. And then and then we, say, you know, like I was just talking to debate about the schools, how horrible it is. And they're saying this all over the country. Tell me one thing, brother. Help me with this one. Why do we send them? Why do we send our children to if, schools if, that are bad? If they're saying the whole system is that bad, that if five black folk all up and down this country, so if, if it's that sick, why are we still sending our children there? Help me with that one. I don't know what to tell the children on that. You know, I went to a school to see about a child the other day, and they got the paddy wagon. You know what a paddy wagon is? Yeah. Yeah, at the door. And go to prison. I go there. They don't even have a paddy wagon at Angola's door. At a high school. That's what them children got to look at every morning. It's insane, Dave. It's really insane. Now, I'm going to go back on a moment. I'm going to go back on a moment. It's Morehouse. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's just just amazing. That boy followed his daddy to Morehouse. They don't tell you King's daddy was the president of a bank. You know, if you ain't from the project and some some Tarzan didn't come and rescue you, the story ain't interesting. We got to get out of that. I'm tired. I was the first of a whole lot of that caca when I was young. It's time for being the first at anything to be over with in our community. We have done it all. It's just, it's, you know, are we still marveling over this kind of insanity, brother? You know, I just want to know. You know, uh, uh, one of my grandchildren is of a mixed race. And he said to me, something about me. I said, well, let me tell you what my situation is. One of my grandpas was an oppressor, and the other one was the oppressed. Mm. Where that one? Yeah. And we haven't talked about it. I was told, just contemplate that and then think mm. about that. You know, America lying to everybody, and then, you know, now we're going to play, we're going back to South Africa tactics. You know, we're biracial. If America says we got some black blood in here, you got nigga, everybody going to have to be one until we get this right. We're not going to make a special category here. It's time for us to stop the insanity. Mm. My, my neighborhood was recognized around the world. And thank you, New York City. Y'all just embraced me. They said, where did you stay? What's that project in Brooklyn? That's where I stayed. That's why I wanted to stay. They just thought I had to be insane. I didn't want to stay in the hotel. I went over there around my people, brother. They gave me the love I needed. Mm. I can't think the name of it right now, but it's it's, it's one of y'all famous known public well, houses. It is, it is, uh, I'm not going to name all of them. There's Fort Greene, there's Red Hook, and there are Fort Greene projects. But they 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 you know they got projects all over. And this, the the fact of the matter is that you got love where you went from the people. And, uh, you know, it's a continuing thing, and we're happy that you could be with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest online is Mama D, and you can call in and ask your questions, 213-943-3618, We have her for a few more minutes with us on the Keys 107 Network. This is Brother Leroy of the Communicators. We have some announcements coming up. We have our questions lined up for Mama D, and hopefully you will have one or two that will stimulate the conversation even further. She is very much alive and willing to talk to you and I, bringing us information about New Orleans, what we don't know 
but should know. So stay tuned. We'll be right black after these announcements. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluff Keys 107 and the FOI Board of Directors is proud to present The Final Call. The Final Call is the country's unique leading source for news. Founded by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, National Representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the Nation of Islam, The Final Call follows in the tradition of Muhammad Speaks with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. Founded in the 1930s as the final call to Islam, the newspaper evolved into Muhammad Speaks in the 1960s and boasted a circulation of 900,000 a week with monthly circulation of 2.5 million. Today, the final call newspaper serves a readership of diverse economic and educational backgrounds, including circulation in North America, Europe, Africa, and the Caribbean. Read the final call newspaper. Can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community or read finalcall.com. Hey, hey, yo, bring that microphone over here. I want to tell you something. Hey, 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 I, I, my name is Bobby, and I've been living homeless on the streets of New York for years. And the only reason why I'm eating out of dumpsters and I'm living without my family is because I lost my keys. Listen to Jesus. 107 on block Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Keys 107. And of course, this is the Communicators. I'm Brother Leroy. Our guest online is Mama D. Telephone number here is 213-943-3618. If you're listening by way of the computer, call that number and hit 1. After you dial the number, hit 1, and that will let our engineer know that you have a question. And, of course, if you're listening by telephone, you hit 1, and let our engineer know that you have a question, and we will take it live in living color right here on the Keys 107 Network. Mama D, in the very beginning of your comments, you said Katrina did not flood the black section of New Orleans. No, let, let, let me let me say to this brother first of all. What what you are hearing in my voice is not anger, it's pain. I just want to make that very clear to people because you know, being black they always try to find a negative adjective to attach to us. It's painful as I walk the streets and we deliver prom gowns to our children. As I walk the street and see my children say, Mama, do you know where I can get a little job? As I walk the street and find out my children been put out of school for having the wrong color shoes on. You know, we're working. Don't get us wrong. God's not going to let us down. God is with us. We know this because they have done everything. Roaches and black folk can knew all of Just like y'all come and enjoy yourselves, we still embrace with love. We still have peace in our hearts. And it makes you stronger, like Little Fantasia said. What don't kill you makes you stronger. We're stronger than we've ever been. But I mean, 
just like they do roaches here. They, they tried every method and just every methodology that exists, brother, to to eliminate us out of the city. And we still the majority. We still making it happen. To import the people from foreign countries I can't even name for you to feed us in New Orleans. We just had two Caucasian men to get an award for cooking and and music in New Orleans from another place. Now, they ain't even from New Orleans. And got our little children hugging on them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But you know what? Them babies say, come down and say, hey, Mama D. <laughs> yeah. Know, know you are protected. You know, all of the, the sicknesses, brother. You know, mm-hmm. New Orleans has a history of bombing. And, you know, like when they came here, I told them, we know this swamp. You don't know it. A lot of people had to leave because they couldn't live here. They couldn't stay here. The heat and all our bugs and everything else was going, and big roaches flying, roaches ran out of here. You know, it, 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 it's just amazing to see that you won't say that a, a people in New Orleans were self-sufficient. We didn't leave for Katrina. Some of us had to stay because, you know, people keep black folk getting confused, too, about this. You don't elect your leaders. Your leaders come to the community, and we choose spokesmen for us. They're not supposed to go in no room with their own opinion. They're supposed to go in with the community's voice, and we're getting confused about that here in America. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's amazing. I'm sitting on somebody's porch. If anybody from New Orleans, you know, I'm on Esplanade Avenue. I stopped. I finally got the person you heard me holler for to come to the door and let me sit on the porch. That's why you still hear the traffic. Are we going to survive? And we are really grateful. And if we have not been able to get to you to tell, interview individually and all of you collectively, that we love you and appreciate you for not listening to the insanity, for embracing us and helping us heal the way you've done it, and particularly New York. You know, we they, we had it. They said, well, what they're doing? Crazy people know they're on the second line. We were looking for our people in New York. You know, when we got out there with those signs by Ward, those New Yorkers, that New Orleans that's hiding up there, New Yorkers, and they're wonderful. We're similar. Uh, they got in the line, boo, and they were so excited. You know, we had our reasons for doing what we did, but, you know, because it's not in either, what's his man's name, Robert's Rules, Nevada, or somebody else, somebody else has made some rules. You know, right. it's not valid. Uh-huh. Now, now, Sister Mama D., the bombing. What, what, if anything, did you hear from neighbors as related to quote a loud noise coming after the storm had passed through? I was on the ground. I said, "Y'all gonna be careful." Katrina came crying, hollering, "Oh wow!" And 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 we had big trees here. Katrina had the trees looking like they were little limbs. She was when. She was wind. She was not water. That can be verified by anybody. Some professor at one of the universities just won his appeal because they fired him because he said, in 27, we know, uh, they finally apologizing for what they did when they bombed the levees. And in 1965, when Betsy hit, we know they bombed it, uh, the levees. And here we come again all of a sudden, you know, uh, you can't tell me that in 27 you didn't know enough to know you had to do something better in 65, but but you wanted to save another community, so you put the water 
in, in, in our areas in St. Bernard Parish. And then and, and, and this it's the same thing that happened here, Boo. <clears throat> we were on the ground talking about what we had to do. You ever saw years ago they had this thing on top called Surfside Six and you see the waves and they were surfing on them. When yeah, when, yeah. when we when we heard the boom boom First of all, we look for transformers in the air because we got our old equipment. We thinking that the things are, you know, popping. And then it's, oh, and I'm talking to my neighbor, but you see something and you don't believe you're seeing it. It was like the water was going. I'm, I'm at a landing. I live in a two-story house, my grandma's house. I'm at a landing, so I'm above and I'm going to get the broom. And I'm looking at him and we're talking, but I'm saying, well, then I said, the water. And then if it hadn't been for houses and structures, none of us would have survived. None of us. And they just keep lying on our little mare because he made the comment. Some of y'all need to get off your asses and come down here and see about my people. Or they're trying to try him now in the federal courts because he's some dumpster. This brother was head of Cox in our area. He brought the whole contract to our parish and several parishes here. You know how the CEOs get bonuses? Why would this brother need to uh, say he received 50000 worth of granted? You know, to make us cheap. Like they do in, in Louisiana. They put you in jail for life for ganja. If you had a joint the first time, you get uh, the second time. Or oh, don't have this. I, I don't talk, I'm not talking about selling a volume, brother. We got men in prison serving life for minimal marijuana. And for life. Not, not, I mean, without possibility of parole. Yeah, it's got a history of bombing here. So, you know, I'll probably be in another sphere, but I promise you somebody listening will be able to say that lady said that. Mm. And, you know, brother, let me say something. Some people know me as Diane French Cole. I'm a former president of NAACP in the city of New Orleans back in the 70s. And, And that was the era when the EEOC was acting like they was doing something anyway. Right. And I, I got to go in some rooms and experience some things as a very young woman that, you know, it's like, no, huh? <laughs> Is this really happening, though? <clears throat> and, you know, and, and, and you keep like, black folk need to get up off their behinds and do something. Oklahoma was doing something. You know what I'm saying? The places where they just went business, then like they did when they came and got the African community and brought them over here. They were buried. They burned it down. And the Jewish community, I'm ashamed of. I had a little boy from Jerusalem, Israel, who was with us after Katrina. You know? And, and, and the Jews here used to come sell fabric in my neighborhood. My grandmother was a, a, a seamstress, a designer. And, and now the Jews act like, I don't know where they're at. They hmm. rose. Look, look when they founded NAACP. That's who was there. That's why they said, why did they say colored people? That's why, boo, because they had, they had all colored people. And the Jews rolled our backs till they got off the streets with their courts. Now they're inside. No, we want us outside with a court. I can't see how they play that either. You know, we just need to come to the table and have a conversation in America. Mm. We need to do that. You know, mm. and when you when you go get these people from these foreign countries, I saw it in Chicago and other places. They come drop them off in our hood. Why? If you if you knew you was bringing these the hundreds of thousands of people in here, why didn't you have? You know, and the people say, oh, they do so well. I had a little Asian child told me they've been, they've been cheating on tests with the, with the phone thing y'all do. I don't play with that. But, you know, and I'm saying, wow. You know, that's why the little boy did what he did up there. He went up the ladder and then he couldn't go no more. I guess he couldn't figure how to do that, that for. I'm just saying, 
y'all don't make no preferences. You don't push no button and say, I want to look like this and be this and that when you're born. You know, something wrong with this picture, brother. And and this country is sick enough because they did it in the 60s. I'm from that era. They just get a kick out of this. And the media frenzies and the sicknesses that they bring with this insanity. But that's what happens to us. That's now, what happens to us. Mama D, let's go back to the school situation. I just huh. need you to take it slow. After... The flood. I'm still talking too fast. I'm what, sorry. After the flood, what happened to the public schools in New Orleans? There was a takeover. There was a takeover. Uh, uh, they came in and fired uh, 6,000 school board employees. Most of them were teachers and principals. And uh, what's this other thing they got running around the country with them children? Them children be on Frenchman Street. My children play music. Them children be on Frenchman Street having a good time. So I know they're not doing lesson plans or getting ready. And then they come with something like when they get on them acid highs, oh, we're going to make them photographers. Daddy, send me 100 cameras so I can be the star in the newspaper next week when I'm going to give all these little colored children a camera. You know, if you anything you do, any of those talent shows nationally, Anything you go, any city you're in New York, y'all got some of your finest come up out of here. We've, we've never been lacking, you know. And then how, how can it's just insane. you know it's almost like the thing about where everything started and who's got the brains, and they still can't. Nobody else can explain how the pyramids got built. You know right. how these stupid people build pyramids. You know it just don't make sense. And that's all we say. The school system is so pitiful, brother. It is just so pitiful. And that's what I'm saying. Well, how can how can you how can you do this kind of sickness to a people? And then you know, like Fannie Lou Hamer said, Master, you might as well take your foot off my neck because when you move, I'm gonna move. And you got to stay here and keep it on my neck because I, I'm gonna go get up when you get up, no matter what. Method of oppression you're using, you know they got to stay here and wall in this with us, boo. You know, and then the night's going to be uh, a starchy and husting. Oh, let's just round them all up and take the chains that was around their neck now and put them on their arms and run a chain down their body and chain up their feet. My goodness, America! How 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 can and then our mental ears still roam in the streets down here, boo. Our children are devastated by Katrina. They lied to keep the people from coming back home. The schools are being controlled by Turkey, the country Turkey. And if you yeah. check this educational system, it, it, it's, it's horrible. How do these people come in and take my tax dollar and take over the schools of our children? Well, you know what? I, I'm going to balance the scale for you, brother. They're doing horrible, despicable obnoxious things and put it on the other side of the scale and we are allowing it to happen. This is a simple solution. They can't afford for the children not to be there the first at the beginning of the school system. They do just like they did when they took us off their ships. The head counts get the dollar. Wow. So if they ain't got no heads to count what they gonna do. 
You know, and, and, and stuff we are saying, I'm not I'm not a genius. I saw this happen. I saw this happen when they wanted to start doing colored bottles in school in a little town in Mississippi. They didn't even call back, but they didn't even mention it. If you wasn't one of your housekeepers or something, you know what's happening. But you see, when school started, wasn't nobody there. Not the principals, not the bus drivers, all the students. They went out and cleaned all the little church house schools buildings out. And then when when they realized it was time to count the heads to get the dollars, they said, what's the matter? You know what the answer was? Nothing. We're doing fine. I mean, we can't hate our children. You know, there's something wrong with that picture, baby. Is there something wrong with the picture? And let me just say this. My friends don't be upset with me because I didn't get to call them in New York and tell them I was going to be on the day. But, you know, uh, I want to come back up there, brother, because I think you and I talked earlier about uh, Brother Gill. Right. You know. Let me... me, uh... Let me check with our engineer. Engineer, do we have a call on the line for Mama D? Okay. Is that um, Mama D? Is is that music in your background? No, 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 no. Okay, that's in my background. Coming for you, yeah. Okay. You know where that came from. Now. Um, hold on a second, Mama D. Let me let me pause for another announcement because I'm having yeah. I'm getting this music interference. And before we conclude, I just want I just want to be be clear on some things regarding New Orleans. Uh, so, engineer, brother, engineer, if you can hear me. Put on a couple of announcements so so we can clear away this music that interference is coming through. Brother Engineer. Keys 107 and the FOI Board of Directors is proud to present The Final Call. The Final Call is the country's unique leading source for news. Founded by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, National Representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the Nation of Islam, the final call follows in the tradition of Muhammad's speech with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. Founded in the 1930s as the final call to Islam, the newspaper evolved into Muhammad Speaks in the 1960s and boasted a circulation of 900,000 a week with monthly circulation of 2.5 million. Today, the final call newspaper serves a readership of diverse economic and educational backgrounds, including circulation in North America, Europe, Africa, and the Caribbean. Read the final call newspaper. You can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community or read FinalCall.com. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or helpless computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. 
107 fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. Okay, we're back, and our guest is has been Sister Mama D. She's in New Orleans, the Seventh Ward. Those of you who saw hearings during the aftermath of Katrina, this sister was one of the great voices, one of the great voices speaking out in behalf of the people in New Orleans. Do we have a guest on the line, Brother Engineer? Do we have a caller on the line? Okay. Do we have a caller on the line, Brother Engineer? Okay, I guess we don't. Um, no, no, sir. We have, no, uh, um, uh, we have listeners, but no callers calling okay. at this moment. Good enough. I, I was getting a sort of music. Let me, share, let me share this yeah. with you, Brother. You know, and people won't believe it. But, you know, some youngsters asked me to go to Washington with them speaking about the situation with the schools. I got up there, and I guess uh, I went outside. I left my purse in the room, and we were early, and I went back outside. And when I tried to reenter the building, the security man told me I had to wait there. When I looked out the corner of my eye, I saw the young man who had brought me down. I thought he was being gracious enough to take me back up. So when he showed up, he told him I couldn't go with him. I said, we might have a problem, mister. Then I was approached by two Capitol Hill police, a young black and an older black. And the little brother was saying something, and he was trying to talk crazy. I said, my purse is upstairs, baby, if you don't believe I'm not cooperating. Uh, Why don't you go look at my purse and see my ID? Well, I'll make a long story. We go upstairs. And then there are three more police. These are three white Capitol Hill police. And then coming down the hall is the little uh, FBI with the, with the, yeah, my baby. No, no, baby. I don't know. I'm waiting for a ride. That's my children talking to me, passing by. I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, as as they kept me hostage in the hallway, the meeting was going on about education, that they were filming to see how great it was. And we were there to talk about the real situation in New Orleans. When it's over with, my senator comes out and said, oh, Mommy, see, I didn't know. I said, anyway, the children had wanted to meet with her, so they did accomplish their feet. But then as we go in, and I'm an old school teacher. My periphery is good. I see the little woman go in the bathroom somewhere. She says, you going to sit down, Mommy, dear? I said, before or after I get arrested, the lady in the bathroom. She said, oh, yeah, she really? I said, yeah, she calls out. She leave out. So when she started talking to the children, I walked outside. I said, wait a minute, officers, can I have an item number? You know, that's what they do in New Orleans. If there's an incident, you're supposed to write it up, right? I said, because let me tell you something. I'm an elder from New Orleans, and if I went to the bathroom, y'all could tell me what color my underwear 
is in this building. I don't know what that was about, but I want to let you know I appreciate it. And if there is going to be an item number to this, oh, no, ma'am, we don't know what you're talking about. I said, well, why you kept me talking in the hallway and the hallway? You know, I'm just saying the kind of sick trickery that 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 is used to keep us from communicating with our people. But you know what, brother? We did better when we didn't have cell phones and computers because I had a lot of partners in New York. We used to help each other out and come across this country everywhere. I, I, I don't know what uh, I don't know what 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 uh, what this what the, it's the distract. It seems like some of this is a distraction because maybe it it it. it, it if we could get your station or we can get somebody to bring you here to walk the streets of New Orleans with some of us, you know, because New York, you know, everybody I talked to who was there, uh, y'all treated us good. I, I got to say that New York City, where where our people, I, I'm just talking about the love, you know, the support and understanding uh, that was given. And we'll never forget that. You know, there was something, but like in Texas, they had our children, police records waiting for them when they got there. You're just separating our teen boys from their parents. You know, trying to take babies away from mamas. Uh, uh, And you know what, brother, I just realized initially when I was talking, I was walking and I walked fast. That's what really accelerated earlier when we were talking. But, uh, baby, you know, I'll tell you this scenario. This lady wanted to go where her husband was. And the man said, he's with God. Hmm. She says, well, she wasn't a bad person, so she wasn't in hell, but she was over there with Einstein and I'm in the drab area. So she got lonely one day. She said, I want to go by my man. She said, they told you you got to go over there and make an appointment to see God. And I'm going to just tell you, this is a little scenario here. The person at the desk said, you got to go to the second floor. His assistants are waiting up there. She got up there and she looked around and she sat down. Some brothers were shooting pool, some brothers were playing dominoes, and some brothers were playing cards. And she sat there for hours and then she went back downstairs and she said, uh, God's assistant never came. And the person at the desk inquired, said there was no one up there. Yeah, they got some black guys doing this, that, and the other. You know, she said, they're always there. They're God's assistants. You know, we don't even look the part. You know oh, what I'm saying? I, I, it's just, it's just oh, deviousness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Deviousness. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. I mean, Beautiful. we just can't do every picture painted about our Africa just like this. Beautiful. You know, there's something wrong with that. And, and you know, and, and I really want to say this again. This is not anger. This is pain. It's painful to see that you hide behind this word intelligence and do the most barbaric things because you did a study somewhere in a room and don't even know how to get to the addresses of the people that you're getting paid for to give out these insane opinions. Sister Mama D, who replaced? That congressman that they arrested for having that money in the freezer. Wait, baby, no, no, no. Let, let's let's clear that one up. Let's clear that one up. The ninety thousand dollars that they made sure the world knew about was not the, the issue. That brother and y'all gonna live to see this too. Right here on the street, I'm on. My God, 
But some African students was in this city, baby. And my girlfriend called me. She taught at the junior college. She said, come go get my boys out of jail. And it was, one of the names was Abubakar, the one they accused him of being affiliated with. Yeah. Abubakar is probably a billionaire by now. Hear me. His, his, one of the, his children was here. You had a room and house where 50 people use the same bathroom. Right here on the street, I'm sitting on here now. You know, I'm just telling you how when they get vulgar, you know, when they get vulgar with that insanity, there was supposed to be an African and American trade agreement between Africa and America. Why China coming through the back door? I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. This brother is, 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 is in a sense, a Marcus Garvey. He's looking for independence that America farmers could, it could happen. The doors, cheap boo. Two black men in this city, because we had Duke Ellington, anybody you want to name, used to come in and deal with our people. Because two black men stood up and said, we're not going to get our equipment and loans from the mafia. They tried one of them talking about he was stealing the hot dogs and hamburgers. I'm just saying, I wish they put on their man and their, what a big boy and a big girl draws and come on and let's act like adults. We can't mm. make money off of this oppression like we're doing. And, and the particular people, I don't want to hear them other stories, the particular people that is so obvious to is Africans in America. You know, how we go from cleaning up, how you trust my grandma, and I'm, I'm going to be finished with this, to come to your house with her key, open your door, clean your house, cook your food, nurse your babies, and say her grandchildren are the worst people in America? Mm. Oh, brother, it ain't making sense. My grandma didn't go to the mobile school. She had malaria as a child. It says she dared to hide it because they're just taking people with it and throwing them in, 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 in the whole, you know, but she, her degree, her PhD was in love. They used mm. to say, after come, after come, I can't make them listen. Uh, they go to Europe anywhere they want to go. How, how, after grandchildren got to suffer the consequences of America's problems. Don't. Mm. Ganja was legal to 37. Al Capone them say, you're not going to take liquor off the book. We ought to just look at it. Watch television. If he tell the truth, that. You know, that's some reality. So now I found a way, something that people used to plant and use for medicinal purposes, a, a lot of mental, a, a lot of ulcers, a lot of things. You know, we don't want to talk about it because they got to say, what's the law? They got to, if, if it can only oppress a particular people in the country, something's wrong with the picture. Mm. After we left Texas, uh, uh, ganja was legal all the way to the Pacific Ocean and all the way up to the top of America. But in my state, you go to penitentiary for life with the possibility of pardon or parole. Wow. In the same country, brother. The exception. <clears throat> you know, the other ethnic groups come around me and they talk this situation. I said, but you know what? We empathize. But you don't know. Did, did, did you have a sign where you lived that said, Either colored and other ones said white. Did you have signs like through Mississippi and Alabama we travel saying no niggas? Did this point blank said it? Did, 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 did you ever, were you ever called not human? 
<clears throat> were you ever by law denied an education? By law. Mm. By law. specific things. These were specific things that they want to know what our pain is about. And, you, and you know, it went from having to ask you if you were colored or white to your zip codes. And, you, and you didn't, they didn't bring us here and put us in a neighborhood. When they bring these other ethnics here, they go drop them off in any enclosed area with housing and the necessary things to get whether they're skilled or not. And from, you know, like here, they brought in all these people to work. I said, what kind of degree you need to dig a hole? I stand out there with the flag, brother. They wouldn't even let these people here do that. If we had employment, I could get my house fixed. Wow. I can make decisions about my child's education. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and this is this is just a form, but, you know, you got to remember the Fifth Circuit court is in New Orleans. New Orleans okay. is a parish. New Orleans the city is a parish itself. You know, like you say, uh, Metairie and Jefferson Parish. New Orleans is the whole New Orleans is one parish. There's no other area in here. Okay. And this is a, this is a seat where a lot of things happen. Well, Mr. A.P. Two and Mr. Thurgood Marshall whipped their behinds right down there on Royal Street in the city. I mean, it was it was just a collective. You know, that's why they won't say thousands of black men, the Pullman Porters, did the march on Washington. You notice they say it's the King's March. And I don't right. take nothing from that, brother. But why don't you want that? I asked labor in D.C. I was up there in the office. They said, they had the scratch there. I said, why y'all want to admit that there was a labor movement? Because there were black men? Hmm. If Phil Randolph now had attempted this before, they then got it right. Read J. Rogers and, and, and some of these people, baby. They were poor and poor. Right. I'm just saying, they, they, uh, they're talking about they, I got some of black people put in the book. It ain't in no school book. Hmm. It ain't in the library in the public schools where our children go. And I know it's written. They don't lie <laughs> on us. You know, they used to say they test better than us. Well, you gave us the books after the, the copyright was at another level. You, you did, Sometimes you didn't even give us the book, but you gave us the same test. You know, this, I'm just talking about the false premises to, 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 to deny us just the human rights. Sister Mamadou, <laughs> I need you to give a parting sentence of what either what you have learned from your experience with the aftermath of Katrina or you might have a word of advice to our parents to our grandparents in the audience, you might have a word of advice to our young people, whichever way you want to do it. Well, Brother, let me just say this. I think this is all can come out of one or two sentences. To the young African children in America, oh, thank you, babies. Thank you, babies, for being strong enough to survive this brutal horrible attack on you. Parents, change the diet. Where you go get go get the fried rice and where you go get the papers and you where you go get that other stuff you get on the corner. You can't that's not the diet for your children. Go ask somebody in your neighborhood. Change your diet. And for all all job people, you know what it is, brother. We just need to stay in the light. Mm. We Beautiful. just need to spend the light. Yes. Like Beautiful. I said, this 
this what you hear was I was walking a minute, but what you hear it's it's a real pain. Mm. It's a real pain, you know. Like you see, people say I've had this hip trouble, and they call it the arthritis. It, 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 it's it's a, a persistent like that pain mm. to watch, mm. and, and and New Orleans is is, is mm. tough, tough. you know it, it, it's all over. The urban, this urban thing, they studied, you know, and they said we're gonna do this over, you know, like they did. They took, they took traveling, has become boring in most places, cause everybody got a Walmart and everybody got a chicken place and everybody, you know, just the, the, the individuality that America promised we could have. You know, that's that's part of the problem. After the movement, brother, they lied again. All right, if you sit here now, you didn't let me sit here, and you not, you not understanding. I'm really gonna sit here if I choose to come in here. But you tolerating it, but you're finding another way to, to 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 perpetrate some more insanity on a on a human being. It, it, it's amazing to me. You know, the only mm. good men are the ones that their daughters want. You know mm. what I'm saying? Right. The only right. good men in my community are the ones who are making six figures and above. You know, you come and pick the litter. After you pick the litter, then then the rest of them is breathing while black, so he got to do at least five years in somebody's penitentiary. Mm. And and then you talk about my little sisters because they don't flush theirs. Mm. They have their babies, you know. And then we say, baby, that we read a book. You know, I tell people, don't call it nothing hocus pocus. You say this is a book, like like Dick Gregory's book is called The Niggers, uh, mm. Niggers. Period. Now, you know, the book says the Bible, you know. Read it like a book if you ain't got no faith in that. It just says stuff in there that makes sense, brother. It just makes sense, some of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't need no 5013 to tell me how to treat my neighbor. Mm. It's been passed down through generations of the all. They come to take the rooster. I wish it was around 5 o'clock in the morning. SPCA, because then I got some Katrina money. I said, we know when it's 5 o'clock. Leave the rooster alone. Yeah. You know, the rooster been here older than me. I mean, they come to change your culture, whatever, or mimic your culture, which is insulting. You know, we have the most beautiful Mardi Gras Indian apparel here. These brothers sit. Mardi Gras was just last month or so, brother. They bead by bead, and there are tons of them when you see those things. They're going to sit all year and do this. And now the European want to come in and get a 501c3. Oh, my Jesus. That's sacred. That's sacred things that they're not understanding. It, it may, you know, the, it's just unbelievable that you won't respect. And then when I say Caucasian, I, I'm not talking about all them other people. I'm just in Latin America. I'm talking about in America, there's a point where it gets to be black or white. And that and that's primarily by treatment, not necessarily by color. Who come in here darker than us from somewhere else. Uh, they can be classified as white. And I'm not they going to try to deal with that. Brother. I'm just trying to get to humanism. Respect. Yes, said R-E-S-P-E-C-T. What did, you know what, the sign that was most profound throughout the whole civil rights movement had seven letters, and it made up four words. It said, I am a... Man, that's all the sanitation workers had on this time. But if you understand that I'm a man and a human like you, we don't need to be having this discussion. 
And mm. I think that's what we got to do. We got to go back and make America qualify or quantify. Uh, when did you correct your error that we weren't human? I'm a slow learner. Put it in writing, come and say it to my face, and let's see how we're going to deal with this. I don't I don't see that in the book. And I, I was a math major, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't read all of the other stuff to find print. But I, I can't find that in a language where I can understand where America says we admit we had lost our minds. We did barbaric, immoral things to a peaceful people, and we need to. They, they can't, they can't, you know what? They can't pay for it, but they get. They need to come to some understanding because I know this about most African American people. If they just, you know, when they came to Katrina, when I testified, I said this. I said. All them billions of dollars, y'all go get it and go on. We can do New Orleans. That's what my neighbors have said to me. We, we weren't allowed to come. I didn't go because it didn't make no difference. That wasn't going to be no issue about that here. We stayed here. They were not going to stick our people out like they were trying to do, boo. And, and, and it was just, just you know, um, let me just share this with you, baby. You wouldn't believe how resound we are. I mean, our children, we're showing the love. We're, we're taking over situations, you know. But it's not its not going to be in print. It's not going to be televised. You know, poor brother, uh, uh, that brother's from Mississippi, too, up in, in uh, Chicago, who started the breakfast program. Uh, oh, you're talking Hampton. about Jesse Jackson. No, I'm talking about... Fred Hampton. Oh, oh, the uh, Fred Hampton that was assassinated. Yeah, well, you know what, brother? He was a peaceful person. He was in the hood doing what he was supposed to do, taking care of his neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot that 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 we didn't get to really appreciate about him. You know, and and and, and so many of that. That's what I was saying initially about the the march on Washington. King was invited to speak. He was chosen to be one of our spokespersons because he was an eloquent speaker. But he wasn't mm. no smarter than his daddy. You know the man, the T.J. Blake's man, uh, what's it, Jake's man who be all over preaching? Yeah, T.J. Yeah. yeah, well, Daddy King was like that. If you wanted to have a good revival in the Baptist church, just say he was coming and going to preach part of that revival. You know, you didn't sell tickets, but you had collections. You know right. what I'm saying? Those doors weren't open because some magic and some Jew over here and some white person over there. Those doors and those churches were open because his father was a legend in the Baptist church. You know, mm. I, 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 and you had to live that. That's mm. not part of what they say on television, so we don't see that in no books and we don't hear nobody talking about it because most people talking watch it on television. You know, it's, oh. it's just, it's just, this. Uh, I want y'all to keep praying for us. Keep loving yes. us and let us know. And keep checking on us. I really appreciate this, brother. You know, I'm going to well, tell us uh, tomorrow I'm going to be all up and down the street telling people that New York checked on us. How you doing, baby? We speak in New Orleans. Young baby yes, yes. passing by. Well, God yes. bless you all. God bless your neighbors. God bless you and your family, your children and your grandchildren. And I want to thank Reverend Dr. Randy Short for reminding yes. us of you as a valuable source of information, and we'll be sure to keep in touch with you uh, to have you on other of our programs that we do in the very near future. So I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your you beautiful said, uh, advice. 
Let me share this with you, brother. I'll do a little show at WBOK in New Orleans called Dope Poppin'. You know how y'all sit out on the stoop? We yeah. call it Dope Poppin' in New Orleans, and that's the name of my show. I come on Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. If if you can communicate with me, I'd like for some of this to, to play some of this on my show uh, here. You know, we we got to go back to the old-fashioned uh, yeah. with the real uh, love. You know, and if you don't want to call it that because they didn't play with that word too much, let's just say respect for one another. We we, we really got to do that. It's, I think uh, all, all we have to do is uh, um, <clears throat> have an email address for your engineer, the person that handles your production. And I'll, I'll, I'll get y'all in touch. Right, and, and, and send you a link uh, of this show so that they can just download it and play whatever portions they want. Once again, I want to, so we're going to be doing that. So you communicate with me and we'll get it going from my end. I want to thank you, my sister, and, and thank the Most High for blessing us to have you with us. Have a beautiful black woman speaking straight with no chaser in a situation where voices have been silenced, bought off, jailed off, but still, as you said, still we rise. So, Mama D, God bless you with a beautiful evening and a beautiful tomorrow and a beautiful week. We will be in contact very soon. We we want to tell New York, you, you know, this infinite love the respect we have for you all. Be blessed, friends. Thank you. God bless you. Nice. Ladies and and gentlemen, that was Sister Mama D, one of those personalities for me, personalities that I saw after the floods in New Orleans following Katrina, following Katrina, the storm passing through. And as she said, there were what they feel were bombs that brought the water into the black section of New Orleans. More of that to be explored. I'll just say this, that that kind of revelation is the kind of revelation that Minister Farrakhan had on this evening from 7 until 8 in the Time and What Must Be Done broadcast, which is also available for individuals to hear until next uh, Friday night. You go to www.noi.org. He really is breaking out some information regarding the September 11, 2001 World Trade buildings coming down. It was a fantastic, very well put together presentation that he has made uh 7 o'clock. New York Times, but you can go into NOI.org, hit webcast, or the time and what must be done, however you maneuver it. It is a must-listen-to presentation. But we thank you all for switching over after you listened, those of you who did. Listen to Minister Farrakhan, switch over to us at 8 o'clock for our broadcast here, and be sure, check out the information that you heard, pass it on to others. That way the classroom is vibrant and filled to capacity. May God continue to bless each and every one of you. Tomorrow on the Communicators on Harlem Community Radio, that's 
www.whcr.org, www.whcr.org, 1 o'clock New York time, 1 o'clock New York time, attorney Alton Maddox, followed by a Louisiana doctor. Her name is Velva Bowles, B-O-L-E-S, Velva, V-E-L-V-A, Bowles, one of the best voices that we've heard of black women, intelligent black women, not afraid to present information that will help you and your family health-wise, and especially our sisters, our young sisters. This sister, Velva Bowles, is a fitting complement of a guest uh, following Alton Maddox tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, www.whcr.org. Once again, we want to thank the Keys 107 team for making it possible for us to be with you, you to be with us. And that's Brother Elijah, Sister Rafika, Brother James, Brother Sadat, Brother Forrest, and Brother Jason, and others. May God continue to bless all of us. Have a very beautiful evening. Peace. The Keys is proud to announce The Communicators, airing Saturdays at 7 p.m. with your host, Brother Leroy, from the heart of Harlem, USA. Don't forget, every Saturday, 7 p.m., The Communicators, with your host, Brother Leroy, on The Keys Network.
brothers and sisters, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, Student Minister Abdul Hafiz Muhammad, and the believers cordially invite you to visit Muhammad's Mosque Number 7, located at 106-8 West 127th Street, Harlem, New York, between Adam Clayton Powell and Malcolm X Boulevards. Meeting times are Sundays, 10 o'clock a.m., Wednesdays at 8 p.m., and Juma Prayer Fridays at 1.15 p.m. For more information, dial 212-865-1200. Once again, 212-865-1200 or www.mosque7.org. Brothers and sisters, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, Student Minister Henry Muhammad, and the believers cordially invite you to visit Muhammad's Mosque Number 7C in Brooklyn, located at 202B Pennsylvania Avenue between Pitkin and Glenmore Avenues. Meeting times are Sundays at 11 o'clock, doors open promptly at 10, and Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. For more information, dial 718 342 1900. Once again, that's 718 342 1900 or www.muhammadmosque7c.org. 